they? Elliott, off to the races. Can they catch him? No, they can't. Touchdown. Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. Haskins spreading out, sets up deep. Over the middle. Touchdown, Buckeyes. Fields has time. Watches downfield. It's Olave. He's got a touchdown. Ohio State. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the QB Draw. Bit of a more uh, somber episode following the uh, death of Dwayne Haskins last week. Um, so we're here to remember Dwayne today and then maybe uh, talk about some more general topics related to sports. We do have a special guest on. Um, it's Robert, otherwise known by his Twitter handle, at uh, JRAM, not the goat. I believe formerly at uh, JRAM, the goat, uh, until that one was suspended. Uh, Rob's <laughs> sort of been uh, a pillar of like the, uh, you know, Ohio State Cleveland sports talk Twitter sphere for a while, basically ever since I got on the app. Um, so it's been a long time coming, having him on the show. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing great. You know, it was uh, 76 and sunny today. Nothing I can complain about. Yeah, it, Rob, we add a, a little bit of legitimacy to our Ohio sports podcast by having somebody who actually it sounds like they're lives from there Ohio. Which, <laughs> and lives in Ohio. So that's uh, we're we're happy to have you on to, to help legitimize our our organization today. I'm always happy um, to yeah, help. Of course, uh, starting off, uh, terrible news from the weekend. Um, you know, obviously, uh, Dwayne Haskins passing away. Uh, brought up a lot of interesting. There's a lot of interesting things going on around it, right? Like I, I think my gut reaction first. First of all, you any discussion on him, you know, in in this particular you know event could not be, you know, we couldn't cover this without talking about how I learned about it, which was the Adam Schefter tweet. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 just that first, you know, I, I was. Telling, I, I mentioned it before, but that first read through of that tweet that I had, you know, the first, you know, you, you read the first two sentences and I'm thinking, oh, like, did he sign with a new team? Is he retiring from football? Like my brain was not in any way prepared for mm-hmm. the end of that tweet. And, and it was just such a horrible thing to say and, and right and that's really what the problem with it was. I mean, he should have broke it as, you know, uh, horrible news this morning out of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, I've learned of the passing of Ohio State legendary quarterback Dwayne Haskins. Rest in peace. What a sad day for the Steelers and the Ohio State Buckeyes. End. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's all he had to say. And that, But that's like the, the you know, I said it on uh... – Said it on Twitter, but like I don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie Nightcrawler uh, with Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, it's basically he just becomes an ambulance chaser, and that's just basically what uh, Adam. Schefter well, and now is. now Schefter has a a full blown track record of doing this. Now it's not right. just one mistake; it's about seven or six or whatever the the tally is now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, complete cowtowing to agents. And, and, I mean, this wasn't even that because this. This was finally one that pissed agents off, like rightfully so. Um, and yeah, it, like you guys said, like it just read like a free agency transaction tweet. I mean, it took me like a few minutes to realize how fucked up the tweet was because, like, my initial reaction was like, "Holy shit, Dwayne Haskins is dead!" Like, because I yeah, because you have you know, like you said, you have to reread it because yeah. you're you're shocked. You, you don't process it at first. You process the fact that you know we just a, a legend has has passed away and. 
And like, that's the thing too, is that like, I think that the thing that, you know, Dwayne was one of those guys, you know, his NFL career was clearly not what, you know, he thought it would be. And, and I don't think, um, you know, in, in a lot of ways, not a lot, not entirely his fault, right? He was drafted by an organization where clearly his head coaches only did the, not. Only half the organization won him. I mean, like, yeah, I, I don't that's know. That's being set up to fail. Right. Yeah. And, and his first start, he was starting after a week of not seeing any reps with the first team. Right. So he was he was being set up to fail. Um, seemed like he had finally kind of found a place in, in Pittsburgh. I know he was going to compete for the starting job. But man, like the one of those things that, you know, outside of that Washington organization and the, the weird draft freaks. I never heard a bad thing about Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, right? I, I, I'll hear people talk about him, or there was the stuff leading up to the draft, and it was, oh, he had some baggage at Ohio State, and I'm someone who constantly follows Ohio State, and I'm thinking to myself, what no, baggage? What yeah, What but... are you talking about? All I remember about him at Ohio State was breaking every record and his smile. That's all yeah. I remember. Yeah, no, just, just yeah. It's, it's insane like, too, like yeah. the the numbers that he he was able to put up in such a short period of time, right? Like, uh, you know, the the first time, I mean, obviously he had played intermittently throughout that first year. I mean, because that twenty seventeen Ohio State team uh, was pretty good about uh, about shuffling in uh, different quarterbacks. Um, but you know that when JT Barrett goes down, and I was talking to a friend of mine who went um, or who's a Michigan fan. Um, and he was saying he was in the building the night, uh, the day that that happened. And he thought once Barrett went down, he was like, oh, here we go. We're going to actually win this game. And then just from nowhere, you know, the first uh, pass, the first throw. <laughs> he, he has yeah. just a freaking dart. To and then Austin he like Mack trucks and... down to like the two yard line or whatever. Like, yeah, the... I mean, he was running yeah. like, you know, he was running like we never saw him run until the Maryland game the yeah. following year, you know. He was slow as shit though. So like, I don't really blame him for not running, but. No, oh, yeah, I don't I mean... either. I don't. I mean, he. <laughs> He was a big upper body. I mean, he a lot of had that Cardale thing going on. Mm-hmm. Well, that's I mean, what I was just going to say too. Is like if, if if he had played more under uh, you know under earlier Urban, he would have oh been used God. as a battering yeah. ram. Uh, oh God. Who was the, <laughs> the Alabama? This is I'm getting way off track here. We'll get back to Dwayne soon. But who is was it? Landon Collins who was like complaining about getting trucked by? It was Cardale. Collins. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. you're you're gonna you are complaining about getting trucked by a quarterback. Like yeah, and he was he was he was in the middle of his rookie year complaining about yeah, it. Yeah, no, like in the NFL. Like come on, dude, get yeah, over. That, we know you that lost. That game Boo-hoo. fundamentally broke. <laughs> Alabama, um, yeah, and it worked out for them. It worked in their favor, of course, because yeah, Saban, Saban's the devil, and it always yeah. works out in his favor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, back to back to uh, Dwayne Haskins. Like, I mean, you know, he was the proof of concept for Ryan Day as quarterback, mm-hmm. uh, as coach at, at Ohio State. Right? Like, you look at those; those numbers are stupid. By the way, just looking no, at and even. Even the game. I mean, even from the first game, we could just go from his first start against Oregon State. You could tell right away he was, yeah, the sieve. And Mm -hmm. except for Nick Bosa, of course, because he had what do you have? Two forced fumbles and like three and a half sacks Mm -hmm. in that game. And then Haskins was was just throwing darts all over the field and was just so impressive from the get go. 
Yeah, and, yeah. And, and then you go even you look at the game that they lost to uh, to Purdue, which of course we don't like to talk about. But uh, he had like four hundred and seventy yards passing in that game. I mean, what they I make him and, and and they completely went off base in that game. It was, it, I think he threw it seventy one times, seventy three yeah, times. I believe seventy three. Okay, yeah. I was close. Yeah, I mean, but man, like it completely redefined Ohio State, right? Like, um, he, like I said, proof of concept for he is he is the reason why we're here, you know. He, um, and and it's really sad to to read some yeah. of the posts from the guys who played with him, and even a guy like Chase Claypool, who, like, I, I I'll admit, like, I don't really like Chase Claypool right, plays for yeah. the Steelers, but like that tweet that he was up, he, like, you could tell. Those people were hurt, right? And and the well, and that's, videos, that shows you what kind of guy Dwayne Haskins, you know, must have been in the, in a locker room because he was only in Pittsburgh for a short period of time, and there was just such. I mean, there was just such love for him, you know, even before with them calling him down there to train. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, obviously, it's just all super sad stuff. You know, it's uh, you know, I saw a post from uh, talking with Justin Fields, I guess he was instrumental in, in the reason that just Justin Fields ended up at Ohio state. And, and furthermore, you know, <clears throat> even after Dwayne was gone from Ohio state, uh, always checking in on, on his guys and stuff like that. And, uh, it's just one of those things that's so sad, you know, I, I'm curious to see, um, what, you know, they, they say there's going to be a tribute, um, for him at the spring game. Um, I'm curious to see what that is. I'm, I'm curious to see if maybe CJ Stroud changes his number. I don't know. I, I would love. Um, I, I would really, really love a, a helmet decal. I've seen a bunch yeah. of uh, mock art concepts the posted one by I, a bunch Andrew, of Ohio. Uh, yeah, Andrew Lynn drew up looked good. That to was me. it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm gonna be at this spring. I'm making a day trip to Columbus, so I'm gonna try to document whatever they do the best I can. Um, but. Yeah, he like he really was, and he's kind of been sort of the forgotten man um, because that's like, the wild of, part too. Yeah, yeah. like you know, it, it, well, you know, I like, mean, and one of the main reasons why is you know we were so successful the next year with the defense and field, right? And I think some of it actually really does have to do with the success of Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Joe Burrow, and also from there too, like. The NFL factor, like, has to or part has to factor in. He I mean, was... I mean, he broke records that Drew Brees held for almost mm-hmm. uh, for almost two decades, and people went, "Oh, you know, Urban made the wrong decision." And it's and you kind of got to say to yourself, "Well, Haskins was incredibly good, and he carried a team that didn't." I mean, they, the run game was as inconsistent in eighteen as it was this year at times. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's a good point, and uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Is Joe Burrow in, in like the I the, the part about Joe Burrow that always infuriates me? It's I still like, think Urban made the right choice because I I still think Dwayne Haskins was better in twenty. I, I still think at that point in time Dwayne Haskins was a better quarterback. Like I I genuinely, uh, like well, and, and, and I mean the, the take doesn't lie. I mean head we all to, saw head it the head right like you know yeah. that, that next that first year that Joe Burrow had at LSU was not pretty right. Uh, he was putting on Max Johnson numbers, right? Like, uh, <laughs> no right. I'm, Max, he didn't. But, it's uh, not like, like if he had Zach the Benberg year out there. If if he yeah. had the year, you know, that he had the fall uh, in twenty or for the you know the next year is an incredible year. If he had that the same year that Dwayne had his, then I would maybe understand 
people saying, well, what was Urban thinking or what was the QB room thinking? Mm-hmm. But he didn't, you know, he didn't have the numbers. So, I, you know, Haskins showed what he – If again, it's almost like this year. If either of them have an above-average defense, I mean, we're most likely in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, and at that point, like, it's tough to once – like, it's one of those things that they talk about in college basketball that I hope they bring forth to college football is, you know, your simply wit of, first of all, you know, anytime you can win a national championship is great, but just getting to the playoff in itself should be an accomplishment, right? Getting to those final, like the final we talked about in, uh, in college basketball, your ability to kind of navigate the tournament and get there, like your ability to navigate an entire season, win a conference championship playoff, should be a, and you know it, it's a it's a commendable thing in itself. So especially if um, you're consistently there, I mean that's hard. You know, yeah, it's really hard. If you're there every other year, I mean that's a difficult thing to do. Yeah, I mean it's it's Ohio State, it's Bama. Um, you know, I mean it's filling in whatever um, you know whatever SEC school, other SEC school they want. You know, um, throw Notre Dame in there to get their ass beat. Uh, Clemson, who uh, I believe uh, has hopefully played their last, um, but yeah, uh, that yeah, do we want to briefly touch on Clemson <laughs> spring game? No. Was that no? Ooh. Did something There's, happen? No, there was, yeah. st- there was some stats that came up. Um, well, we can talk about this uh, air too, but uh, some stats that came up that neither of those quarterbacks looked good, and I believe there there was a stat that was like twenty three of twenty five rush. Um, ended up with at the line of scrimmage or for a loss. How does that um, happen in a spring game? It's I mean, either they're the 85 Bears or, <laughs> like, I, I don't know what the hell. Well, and when you, when you think about game. that, I mean, Clemson's never really developed an offensive line. I mean, Ohio mm-hmm. State really kicked them in the teeth in, um, um, in the 2019 playoff game. And then, of course, in, in 2020, I mean, they kicked their teeth in at the line of scrimmage both years, I think. And they were getting to Lawrence a lot. But, you know, Lawrence was Lawrence. And then, of course, Watson was Watson. And they had a better O-line when they, uh, you know, put a whooping on us. They had a better O-line then. So, But still, mm-hmm. I never, you know, Ohio State is not really O-line you. But they still put quality guys in the NFL mm-hmm. like uh, Taylor Decker and then guys in the past like um, – uh, why can't I think of his name? He was a, a pro bowler for the Jets. Uh, Nick, Mangold, Nick Mangold, guys like yeah. that. Nick Mangold, yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – yeah, I, I don't know what, what the deal is. You know, I'm hoping uh, – it's just weird to see all the hype around Clemson and all the hype around Oklahoma, like as if like that divorce was like somehow uh, beneficial for both parties. That's a great question. Um, uh, we're getting off the rails here, but yeah, no, I, who cares is the answer. Who cares? Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> if if uh, that said, if they are uh, if they're even in contention for an basically if they beat Texas, Sark should be fired. Um, and Quinn Ewers, I don't he's on fraud watch. He's fraud watch. <laughs> uh, I mean, the thing with Quinn, I mean, he's walking in there and he has an incredible running back and an incredible wide receiver. I mean, yeah. yes. Xavier Worthy is really, really good. And mm-hmm. then B. John Robinson are, might be the best running back in the country, probably is the best running back in the country, I think. Because yeah. he just 
you know, he has, you know, we, you know, Henderson, we, I want Henderson to, we, has work to do. He does. He's got to, yeah. he's yeah. got to uh, be more patient. His patience was a problem last year at yeah. times. And even, even so much in, in the Rose Bowl, I mean, they pulled him when he, I mean, ever he did get dinged, but that they said after the game, I remember that they, they sat him down and said, Hey, you know, you got to calm down. You know, you got to pick your holes and, mm-hmm. you know, let right. the play develop. Cause you know, when you're him, he, he knows he if he gets by one guy, he can break that play. But yeah. it's about understanding that you can't break every play. Yeah, you can't do it every single time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and that, that you couple that with the fact that, like, C.J. Stroud could not miss in that, in no. that game in the second half. Um, it's just one of those wild things. Like, I, I'm really excited for, for this upcoming season. I know I've said it a bunch. Spring game is spring game. We'll, we'll see. It should be fun. Um, you know, we've, we've obviously got TJ Stroud, like a team returning that much talent, right? You lose two first round pick wide receivers, two potentially high first round pick wide receivers. Mm-hmm. And like, other than that, You're potentially like, better at the position. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just, I, I don't think it's a, an insane take to say JSN is, is like a, is Wide receiver one there um, out of those three, right? Um, well, Olave and Wilson said it themselves. Well, and the, the crazy thing about JSN and what I what I this year is, uh, look at the Nebraska tape especially. He would catch a drag or he would catch a screen or a quick pass, and that first DB never tackles him. It kind of reminds yeah. me of like early Odell. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh man, we're getting he's got, there. He's got really go. strong, like JSN's got really strong legs, and then he just has that burst, you yeah. know, and yeah. he just goes. I think he's faster than I thought he was, too. Like, I thought he was like a possession receiver. But so did he, I. He's more than that. Like, he's 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 more than well, that. Well, maybe we um, should have said, oh, he's definitely more than a possession receiver when yeah. his first career catch against Nebraska uh, in 2020 was the one of the craziest catches yeah. I've ever seen. That was kind of like, um, Remember Devin Smith versus Miami of Ohio yes, when he went up yes, with one hand? Yeah. It was that kind of like, who who is this guy? Yeah. And then a couple years later, well, there he is, you know. Yeah. Well, that that catch he had at the end uh, end ish of the Rose Bowl game, where I, I I still don't know how that play worked. Um, where it was I, he was looking way over his shoulders and somehow mm-hmm. like he dragged both feet in the back of the end zone, did the gritty afterwards. Like that was that was I mean. He's he's gonna have you know pending health like he should have an outstanding year and an outstanding mm-hmm. NFL career because that guy can just flat out play the game right um, and I'm excited to have him I'm ha- excited to have CJ back you know and, and, and I think that that two through that three through six depth you know I think should matter right it, it, it gives you more yeah. reason to well, give more guys reps in. Uh, to to switch things up, get Jaden Ballard into the. Mix. I was about get- to talk about Jaden Ballard because I think they're more dynamic this year, because Marvin Harrison Jr. is what is he six three? He looks like he's two oh six four. I think he's, he's six four. He looks like he's about two oh five, maybe two fifteen. Mm-hmm. And but you watch his route running, and he doesn't run like he doesn't run like a big possession. You know, go get the jump ball receiver. So you got that kind of size with elite route running, so young. Then you have JSN who could play inside out, even uh, run the slot slot routes, run the you know seams, and then you have someone like Ballard who's a another big guy, but he has that you know straight line speed. And then of and, course um, you still 
you still have um, Fleming, who nobody is talking about, because I, I think everyone's kind of been taken aback by Ballard. I think How Fleming's a- thing is like is, is him staying healthy is going to be huge, and I think him also having more reps with uh, with with Stroud and stuff like that is going. He's kind of the old man in the room per se, um, right? Which, which is pretty which funny to help. think about. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's like yeah, time twenty flies. years old or something like that. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's older than Ezra. Um, that is, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, he might be my. He was what class of twenty twenty. Yeah, he's exactly. Don't my say age. that out loud. Don't, don't, don't say that again. <laughs> Rob and I are gonna freak out. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, and then you got Igbuka too, who's just a freak athlete. Um, I, I love Ibuka. I think yeah, he's awesome, he's, and he's I not, think he's going to be great returning the ball and, and stuff like if that. If they let him do it, who did they have him do it in the mission game? Who was just dropping the ball? Like, I, like they just had they just stopped putting Ibuka back there for some reason. Oh, man, I can't. I, you know, I try to uh, uh, bury well, that game kind of in the back that of my game, yeah. 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 forget it like a bad uh, like a bad childhood memory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, not to like. Uh, sort of interject, but do we just sort of want to give each our own uh, sort of closing thoughts on Dwayne Haskins? Because, uh, you know, he I I think we've sort of talked about what needs to be talked about, but given, you know, he's had a big impact, I'd say, on all of us, given that we were rooting so hard for him as Buckeye fans, and it, it, it is was really a shocking and tragic moment. Um, so I'll, I'll go last if y'all want to go. Yeah, um, I, I think overall, right, just if terrible terrible story right um a guy who was trying to figure out his his career right uh you know mm-hmm. like like rob mentioned he's there working out with his guys and uh get you know it, it, it's just a testament how fast like life can happen right um and you you hope and pray for his family you hope that they um find peace and um you know it's just it, it's it's super sad um but at the end of the day you know like uh you hope that that people can learn from from a guy like Dwayne, right? Learn from, um, you know, his his positive mentality and the way that he treated the guys around him, even though he wasn't necessarily treated great by um, his first NFL team. It seemed like everybody that ever met, met and worked with Dwayne had positive things to say about him, and I think uh, a lot of people can learn from that, right? Right, taking uh, and learn from from the messages that Dwayne Haskins, uh, you know, always, you know that positivity and that, um, that, that genuineness that he brought to interactions. Um, you know, that's always something that, that we can all learn from. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Rob, you got anything on him? Uh, yeah. You know, the thing with, with Haskins is, you know, he just, he kind of took Ohio state by storm. He just, he, he, he walked, he was just the guy in 18 broke you know all these records and you know carried the team and was you know spectacular in the Rose Bowl spectacular against Northwestern and again like I said at times with a running game that didn't really have his back at all you know so he kind of mentioned the defense right not to mention the (laughs) defense so he just kind of took control of this team you know changed the trajectory of the program you know Ryan Day said himself that he might not have the job at Ohio State if it wasn't for Haskins. So you have this guy who put Ohio State on the path it's on today of just elite QB play, you know, great concepts, open playbook, you know, you know, wide receivers galore. And 
in the fact that you know he was such a warm and, and, and awesome guy and you just saw like when Ohio State or when Joe Burrow um you know hurt his knee it was against the Redskins and he went right over to him and you know all the old Ohio he went over with Chase Young and you know shook Burrow's hand and kind of just showed you what kind of guy he was deep down you just all the the outpouring of you know I, I saw some stories about students just saying how nice he was in class and just humble I just saw a few things on Twitter and the fact that he meant so much to so many people in an uh, you know a massive football program like Ohio State and he's not gonna see it keep going you know and not see his career keep going and and you know take that next step it's it's really a shame and it's 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 sad and it always will be because it, it you know at 24 years old I mean that's just it's crazy and, and, and the, the Big Ten special about his sister and his family and that coming home game to Maryland. I mean, so many things that this just kind of showed who he was. And it, it's just sad that he's he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I think both of y'all said that said that great. Um, yeah. It's sort of like you were saying, uh, just sort of on Dwayne Haskins, the guy um, he seemed, you know, obviously I didn't know the guy. But from the outside, it seemed like he had that rare blend of like supreme confidence in himself, but also uh, also like genuinely uh, a kind and charismatic guy who people wanted to be around because you knew Dwayne Haskins always believed that he could get it done on the football field. You saw it every time he went out there. And, you know, like I wouldn't say there's there was a time at Ohio State where he really failed like um he's about like you can't put the Purdue game on him at all and that was no. the only game they lost that year so he he got his he did his job every time he went on the field and then he had this sort of ele- magnetic uh effect off the field and just he seemed like a guy that you would like to be around um and it, it is really sad that the world will lose his presence in terms of on the football field he really like he, along with Ryan Day, you know, brought Ohio State into the modern age. Without him, there's no Justin Fields. People have said that. There's no C.J. Stroud. Um, who knows if there's a Jackson Smith and Jigba, you know? Like, he really was sort of the the pioneer of what has transformed uh, – a program that's transformed its offense from this sort of, like, archaic, like, everyone knows they're going to run the goddamn QB draw 20 times a game. Um, <laughs> to, like, the – premier you know passing attack um in the country that e- seemingly every quarterback uh hint hint dylan rayola and every single five-star wide receiver wants to go um it's honestly a shocking transformation um because you know i remember a time when and you know a lot of this was obviously on the uh degenerate former wide receivers coach but uh i remember a time where you know ohio state struggled to land like even four-star wide receivers. Uh, and it wasn't that long ago. And all of that can be traced back, at least in part, to what Dwayne Haskins did on did uh, for the program. And, you know, his death, like, I, I think I said this sort of, uh, we maybe to maybe to Aaron, uh, John <laughs> did it again. Um, but, like, it's really the first public, fi- or only the second public figure death in my lifetime that's felt so, like, real and also just um shocking and absurd because of how out of the blue it was and, and the other one i'm talking about is is the death of kobe the thing about the death of kobe though is you know i wasn't a kid rooting for for kobe bryant um i 
but I was rooting for Dwayne Haskins, you know, when I was in high school. Like, he just sort of, he's, like, it's so strange and sad to me that he's gone because I remember, you know, what, two or three years ago, he was on my TV screen every Saturday, and I'd be like, you know, going wild with every throw he made. Um, so it, it's just it's just really strange that he is gone um, and really sad. Um, and uh, it, it's just been, it has been great, though, to see sort of the outpouring of love for him from sort of all corners of, uh, you know, the sort of Buckeye sphere and even like the NFL, even the NBA sphere. You know, I saw Carl Anthony Towns tweet uh, tweet uh, about his death. Um, so, yeah, that's I probably got a little long winded there, but that's what I have on Haskins. No, I mean, I, I think you think you summed it up really well. Right. Uh, you know, it's, it's a, these things, they're all so shocking. Right. Um, and the idea of, uh, you know, I mean, it, that's that's never an easy thing. And, um, you know, we're just glad that we have uh, the, the positive memories that people have shared, um, the vigil that, that that Ohio State put out outside the stadium. Um, kid playing Carmen, Ohio on the on the violin. Um, that's just uh, those are the kinds of things that uh, are a testament to, to how how much how many lives he impacted um, in a short time. And uh Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, let's see. Kind of hard to move on from that back to just sports. It it is always jarring to do that. Um, but yeah. Um, the spring game. Yeah. The spring game's coming up. Y'all have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, like uh, my thoughts are well documented. You know, I think it's it's going to be an interesting. You know, it, it'll be interesting to see what they show. Um, it would be pretty funny if they came out and uh you know ran the triple option and uh the defense was running a five two or something like that like i just think that would be pretty funny because they know everybody and their grandmother is going to be sort of watching that defense to sort of see what that looks like um so so if they could if they could take the pressure off of them that'd be great um but yeah i mean it, it i guess the thing to watch surrounding the spring game is always who's going to be there, right? And, and that's going to come down to what, what students from the class of 23, 24 um, are able to make the trip, right? We had a new commit this uh, week, Mark Fletcher from, uh, from Florida, running back, four-star running back. Um, you know, it, it, it's always interesting to see who, who shows up on campus for, uh, for spring game. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, Rob, is there, you know, I, I've, you know, there's not, it's hard to take too much from spring game. I have said in the past, like, it, it does happen, uh, like Malik Hooker before his 2016 season. Is there any sort of player in particular that you're uh, looking out for on Saturday? Hmm, uh, I'm looking for, I'm looking, definitely looking at the linebackers. Okay. I'm looking at the linebackers. I want to see Hicks, Carrico, Powers. I want to see where they have Powers, if they have them at linebacker strictly or do they have them working at the Leo position at all or who they have working at the Leo position? I know Curry was working his way up there. They've had a bunch of different guys working that spot. And then um, I really want to see just guys in position. You know, a lot of times last year it was, you know, even against teams like, um, even against lowly teams, quarterback drop back, tight end, and then there's nobody there. I mean, even Eichenberg, I want to see. Because he showed me something in the Rose Bowl game. I'll give him that. I've been very hard on him 
mm-hmm. on Twitter and stuff like that. But he showed a good second half in the Rose Bowl. And I just want to see everybody in that who's, who came back from that defense, uh, Simon Chambers, Eichenberg, Karen Vincent. I want to see them build on that game, not you know worry about what happened against Michigan. Build on that final game. I mean, they always say that you know the the a great bowl game will catapult you into the next year, and we saw that in eighteen because um, Okuda and Werner played a couple of their best games as Buckeyes in that Rose Bowl game, mm-hmm. and it kind of flung them into that next year. And you know we we know what the twenty nineteen defense was. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. We missed that 2019 defense. We really do. Yeah, we do. It's crazy. <laughs> like it, it is nuts. Like you know, tw- you know, up until tw- 2017, the cracks started to show. You know, against Iowa, and then it's like one of the worst defenses in program history. One of the best defenses in program history, and then two of the worst defenses in program history. Like it's it's been crazy whiplash for the yeah 20, 2020 was a strange year real quick to just talk about it because mm-hmm. their front seven was extremely stout against the run yeah right but it was just their secondary was just chasing tail yeah they were just you know they didn't know where the ball was you know guys like seven banks was disappointing in 2020 because i thought i mean he had a good game against clemson and i was and you know that you know, like I just said, that it could fling you into the next year, or it could give you un, un, you know, kind of almost too much hype. And then mm-hmm. he was a little bit banged up in camp, and then he kind of just, you know, completely stumbled, and now he's not even in the program anymore. So I, I, I just need to see some consistency from this defense, from this defensive side of the program. Yeah, I think that's what we're all looking for, and and that. Like you hinted at that, that defensive back. Rules. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that defensive back situation really kind of carried into twenty. Uh, I mean, I thought Denzel Burke was fine in twenty one, um, but man, oh man, uh, the rest of it. You know, it, it's just running, passing. It didn't matter. They were just not confident in what they were doing. None of the linebackers knew what they were doing. None of the defensive backs really knew what they were doing. Well, and they that were was kind of the, that was a that was a huge problem. Is it they you like you just said they didn't seem confident in what they were doing. When you would watch them, you know, um, guys would do the slowdown, you know, the DVR, or guys would post highlights, and you would l- watch someone like Shaw or watch someone like Eichenberg, and he's almost like internally fighting with himself as he's moving towards the football. Like he's saying, "Do I do I drop? Do I drift?" Oh, the guy's coming, but uh, now it's too late, and now you haven't yeah. made a move. There and was now, no now. Hassan Haskins is sixty yards downfield. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Like I, I was just gonna say, like, hopefully, sort of, uh, Jim Knowles brings that consistency. Assuming he's good, I'm assuming he's good, but you know, I'm hoping he can be here for the long term because, like, he, you know, he's older. He's 56. I'd be somewhat surprised if he has ambitions of being a head coach at this point. He doesn't really seem like a head coach guy to me. He doesn't love recruiting. He's sort of this like uh, mad scientist, been described as that, where he just likes you know being a film grinder. And well, that's really, what I liked yeah. about one of the things that Urban Urban did is that he he um, expected at least what was it two years out of his assistants if he yeah. hired them. You know, I, I mean, I love Halfley and. He was fantastic as Ohio State's co or as as the DC, but him being here and leaving so quick was such a jolt. I think for right. a lot of reasons, both in recruiting and in scheme. You know, I think it and then I think 
it was really a jolt for Ryan Day. I don't really think he expected Halfley to leave because hiring Coombs was such a, you know, let me just go grab a familiar face type thing. And right. as we've seen so far with the Halfley hire and then now his complete retooling of the, the defensive room again, he's not really, that's not really his, his, his kind of his MO, but it was for that, for that. So I'm, I'm sure, I mean, you definitely learned from it. We see that now. Yeah, I, I was very critical of, of him. And, and honestly, in some ways, right, like there's it, – it's never good to lose to Michigan, but I think the way that they lost to Michigan is a way that you can look at that and be a positive, right? Like I it's think like if 2016 they, Clemson, you know. like Well, yeah, I think if they go to um, – if they end up going back to the playoff last year, say hypothetically they beat Michigan and go to the playoff, do they make the moves necessary? Likely not, right? Like, why, why would you fire the guys that, that took you to the playoff, right? right. Um, but I, I'm excited, you know, they, 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 they very clearly internalized a lot of stuff. And then depending on what you read, some of the reports is say that they are still uh, very much all eager to learn from that, that, uh, that Michigan game, right? Like, it sounds like they've uh, been playing it in the athlete dining halls. They've been talking about it nonstop. Well, like and the crazy thing about that Michigan game, and I think I've said it on, on my Twitter account before, but you know, I'm always uh, I'm always fine with repeating myself. Ohio State, basically, since Jim Tressel took over and started winning against Michigan, he we never played Michigan, and and then after that game, you went well. They they just you know they just pulled our pants down and took our lunch money. You know that mm-hmm. was never the case. Any game they lost in 2011 was the fickle year, and then in well in 2003 that was such a long time ago. You never went into a Michigan game where Ohio State was was pushed around, and that just didn't happen. And it was it was almost bizarre to see, and it you know and and, and to be honest, it happened against Nebraska a little bit. Yeah, right. I mean the the signs were there. I mean, right. Well, right, and Oregon, like, of course. Oregon, yeah. Oregon is not a is not a bully team, right? Like, no. Um, they and, sucked. And they got. They suck. It does. Yeah. It does give me like some sort of confidence because they absolutely got bullied by Utah, and then you know Ohio State ended up after sort of a disaster start. You know, pretty much dominated that second half. So that does. I give didn't. Me some, I didn't realize yeah. I had a hatred for Utah until I got about halfway <laughs> through that game. Right. Uh, what I it was one or it was it was one of the references of of like eighteen to uh, the mm. fact that they had a running back playing cornerback. Um, that <laughs> so I many just, times. Yeah, it, it, it was funny though. Towards the end of the game, they stopped bringing it up, which uh, was I for good why. reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you give up like six or seven touchdowns. Eventually, they're the like, oh, well, yeah. well, and the crazy thing about that Utah game is it, it was one of those moments where if Ohio State didn't have a couple sloppy moments, then it might have been even a, a you know a different shift uh, earlier. A you know, win. yeah, you know, Smith uh, Smith Najigba was running into the end zone yeah. for a touchdown. You know, you yeah. and then you I'm thinking back to the when we played Oregon in the national championship game. That right. game should have never even have been close, but um, Corey Jr. fumbled and Cardell Jones Cardinal had the Jameis like, Winston play. The ball, just dropped, yeah. like ran backwards and dropped the ball. Yeah, no, and didn't Utah have a t- kickoff return for a touchdown? Yeah, kickoff, yeah it was yeah. that dude who's a future accountant. It's like, come on, yeah, Britain, yeah. Kobe, Britain Kobe, he's, he's a like, New England Patriot. Yeah, Britain Kobe is <laughs> like practically my age. Uh, that's, that's, that's no, he actually stuff. might be old. He actually might be older than me. I swear they said he was in college. <laughs> he might be older years. than you. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't think he's older than me. Um, the Brandon Whedon of uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The Browns draft him in the God. second round. That whole fucking game, man. I I, I I went into it with the who cares attitude at first. I did. It was so, so did fun I. though. It was once so they fun. won, you yeah. know. I'll tell you what, it felt really good. Um, yeah. but you well, because you'd in the never first hear half, about it, was... it again. You know? Because in the um, first half, it was the same old story. You know, we yeah. were getting pushed around, but mm-hmm. the offense was carrying their weight. But in that in that second half, they kind of bared down a lot, and mm-hmm. they and they made some you know some serious plays. And one of my one of the most underrated things, uh, you know, the game winning drive. You know, Stroud didn't make any insane throws. He didn't do anything off his back foot. He didn't. You know, the the throw to um JSN was crazy. But I mean, the the game winning field goal drive, it was just you know it was very methodical. It was very it was NFL like, you know. Yeah, no, that's was, that's exactly what it came. That's what I was thinking too. Like he was not doing thing, doing video game shit, you know. Which we we love video game shit. I, I'll admit it. I, I love when I see CJ Stroud throw a ball that you've only seen on Madden. Um, but like he was very methodical. He had the confidence. You know, they they knew what they were doing. I, Travion Henderson, uh, Henderson, I think, had a catch on that or a, 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 yeah, yeah, two, that right. two yeah. catches on that drive. Um, it was just a good overall drive. I think he and, even hit the tight end, which is like a miracle in and of itself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they, he did. Um, was I think it was it Rossi? It might have been Rossi. It um, was Rossi. Yeah, it was. Yes. Oh, I, it, I don't uh, even know if you could count him as a tight end, but whatever he is. H-back. I love Mitch Rossi. You think Kate Sober wearing eight? It's going to look like Kyle Pitts out there is what I'm Yeah, thinking. Well, that's what he's, what he's going <laughs> after. So he's going to be Kyle Pitts in a year. So um, we're excited for, for Kate back on. But then, then we have I'm, I'm hyped for all six of his catches because, you know, I'm, I'm going to have Noah there. Ruggles back, too. Like that. Oh, gonna be yeah. That. I love Noah I mean, Ruggles. he was money. Just money the yeah, whole. Was... I mean, the Nebraska game, If we, I'll go back to it again. I mean, he saved us. Yeah, he Who really was the did. 2016 kicker? Was it Tyler Durbin? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that that was uh, that was a he missed like what two chip shots against Mi- the 2016 Michigan game probably like took like four years off my life. Like, yeah, no, I, I've yeah. never that game. That game, I was I was actually at a tail. I was at a tailgate watching the game streaming somewhere. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, everybody was already rowdy. I was at a YSU tailgate and. I was the funniest part about that game was the, you know, since it was streaming, it was delayed and it was right. kind of crappy outside. Cause you know, it's, it's November in Ohio, everything's shitty. And, um, we were all, somebody was listening to the game, Paul Keels in their car and they got out of their car and they looked at me and they, they sort of, they were like, we won, we won. And I was like, what? And so I went over to the TV and that was when, uh, Samuel cut, was cutting it back. And, and then, you know, the rest is history with that game. Yeah. JT definitely like he he like you could you can just because he had so little to go like the tip definitely was there for at least a moment like he definitely got it it was like, for progress yeah it, he, oh that he, he absolutely, absolutely had yeah. first down you know the USFL is experimenting with that uh, technology to tell you that that a person has a first down um, you know there's some laser type technology they're experimenting with. 
I really wish they had that, so I didn't have to listen yeah. to. I, well, and, and the thing and, is, the standard of proof is the call on the field to be overturned. Right. It has to be indisputable evidence. There's to no over- possible way. Yeah, yeah and they yeah. called it a first on the field and then went to review, which is why the Clemson game in 19 was so egregious because yeah, there was no un- there was no evidence. Even the I'll even go to a play this year. I mean, the Fleming catch, not catch versus Nebraska, I thought was bull. I mean, mm-hmm. it was yeah. called a catch. It looked like a catch. He had control in the tip of the ball. I mean, I don't even remember the ball moving. And and they called that. I mean, he had like three catches last year taken away with yeah. similar calls like that, which, you know, he doesn't like that. Cause... No, the, yeah, the 2019 clubs call is nuts. Because even like, you know, even the every, like the for whoever was it Gene, whoever the rules expert was, it's like, yeah, there's no way they overturn this. Yeah, was, every single yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> the screw job. It was a screw job. No, that that one yeah. was. I, uh, I'm glad that they're done because. Well, and and you. But have the to real screw job to... was honestly getting, getting fucked out of the one seed because like. Yeah, we only we only beat a team that we saw yeah. for the second. Like seeing a team for the second time is extremely difficult. And we only we only beat them by what was what, it, like fourteen? 17. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Only beat them by two touchdowns. And they, well, because that was the thing was like the, at halftime of that that uh, Wisconsin game, they were talking about how well, oh, you know, because they were down at that point, and yeah. they were like, well, Ohio State doesn't even belong in this in the playoff, <laughs> you know, this that and the other thing. It's like, come on, guys, just relax a little bit. Um, but yeah, that was where, you know, a game that famously ended with Josh Proctor committing murder. Yeah. 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 I, I really hope Josh Proctor's full go. Cause I, I I'm really, running on a, I think I've mentioned that Josh Proctor hit on yeah. every single edition of the podcast, but I, well, uh, um, that's the other thing, you know, with the spring game is I, I just want to even see him in uniform just to see how he looks. Cause he's yeah. always been a, a, you know, a big, uh, it's nice to, that we're going to have imposing, at safety. I mean, Hickman's kind of small, but he was always a good tackler. But Court Williams is big, and so is Proctor. Nobody feared 17, that's for sure, right? Like, I mean, that was the problem, you know, when you watch watch the Georgia-Alabama National Championship game, and you see someone like Lewis Seen, and yeah, then you, you think of who wanna, you did not want to like catch a 50 50. Yeah, you, 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 yeah. yeah, exactly. You like that's that's the thing is you know in your mind's eye that there's somebody there that's going to put you on a freaking stretcher if they've got an opportunity to. Um, you know, that 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 can you know, and I'm, things. And I'm even going to show tough Borland some love right now, and even though I hit. was number yeah. I was number one in his, his hate club when uh, you know when he was here. But you know, looking back and then looking at the way our defense played this year, the man was never a pushover. He was just also, slow. He yeah he yeah. knew where to go. He just couldn't get there fast enough. And if but if he could, and if we were playing a team like Michigan or Wisconsin. He was filling that hole, and he was hitting you. Same thing with Warner. Yeah. And you saw Warner in the NFL. Warner was, is actually legitimately athletic. He's just skinny and, like, a white dude. So you don't I mean, what did he do it. to in the Penn State game in 19? Oh, he locked up uh, Fryermuth. Yeah, oh, Fryermuth, whatever. They're all the same guy. Um, <laughs> uh, all those Penn State tight ends were, like – Yeah, they all, all blend together. Yeah, they're, like, they're yeah, they've all, all got, like, good, not great. Yeah, it's Yeah, funny. they're all – like it's seeming, seemingly from the same, you know, part, part of the world, right? They're all, like, uh, vaguely Italian. Yeah, <laughs> some 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 weird form of European. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah. Um, I don't have much all. else. If y'all want to get out of here, um, yeah. No, I think this is all in all a good episode, Rob. Yeah. Thanks, thanks again. Yeah, this um, is great. 
at JRAM, not the goat. Um, <laughs> we'll put the, uh, we'll, we'll post, obviously we'll tag him in on, on the tweets if you want to follow him, but we'd love to have you back at some point and uh, go Bucks. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have yeah, you back. Yeah, 100%. Uh, go Bucks. Go Bucks, Rip Twain Haskins. Peace out, everyone. Thank you.